Welcome to the Union Weekly Insider. I'm Allison Meyer, and this is the official podcast for the Union Weekly of Cal State Long Beach. I'm going to take you behind the scenes and show you what it takes to put together a weekly publication. If there's anything I'm going to remember about college, it's the unquantifiable amount of times that someone has told me how important it is to get an internship before I graduate. They're not wrong to tell me so either. Internships provide great applicable experience in any field you may choose to study while in college. And according to Editor-in-Chief Alex Ramos, the Union Weekly offers a handful of internships for anyone interested in working in the newsroom. Usually we have about five intern positions available. Mm-hmm. And this has only been recent. Before, we didn't have any intern positions. Oh, but Danny recently worked with the journalism department to get the internship positions in the Union Weekly. So we have five for now. And I think we only filled about two or three. So right now, Warda and Sam are interns. And for the past couple of weeks, they've been working on writing stories, editing, doing interviews, reporting, just all sorts of stuff that they would do if they worked at a newspaper. I also learned that the Union Weekly interns are required to create a multi-platform story. I believe that's a requirement through the internship class, so that's not something that we impose on them, that's something that the teachers and Danny decided on. So that's what they worked on this past week as they worked on their project. I decided to interview two of our interns who recently began the first steps in releasing their multi-platform story. I'll let them introduce themselves. My name is Samantha New. I am an English literature major and a journalism minor, and I'm in my third year. My name is Warda Imran. I am a sociology major and a journalism major, and I'm in my fifth year. The first thing I wanted to know was why they chose to intern at the Union Weekly. I actually joined the Union because I'm a fan. I really was a fan before I applied. I think I always thought that the people who wrote for the Union are very funny, and um, I, I applied because I was a fan, really. Same, I love the Union Weekly. I, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I actually picked up a paper during, during SOAR, and ever since then I was like, I want to be a part of that. I never was initially mm. like the first couple of years I was at Cal State Long Beach because I couldn't attend the meetings and I didn't know anything about journalism writing. So I thought I wasn't good enough, I guess, but then I started contributing and I'm like, hey, maybe I can do this. And then I got into journalism and I learned how to write better and I'm like, I'm good mm. enough, guys. I can, I can be one of you, right? I was surprised that Sam chose to intern with the Union Weekly since she has previous experience volunteering with College Beat. Because working in the entertainment industry is more of a side thing. It's, it wasn't the goal initially. For me, it's working in publishing. So far, their experiences have been positive. I think it's been amazing. I remember when I first, like at the beginning of the semester, I remember thinking, this is so chill, like in comparison to Um, other student media spaces I've been in. College Beat is very chill too. Um, So I remember thinking it was super chill and it was really nice because I remember my first meeting everyone like introduced themselves to me and they went around the room and said their names and what they do and I thought that was really sweet because I think that doesn't happen usually. Like it wasn't just me getting up and introducing myself but everyone went around and introduced themselves to me and it was really nice. So I really cool. like the people yeah. here, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew you people before I interned here, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really feel any different. If anything, I learned more about journalism here. 
Now, as mentioned before, Sam and Warda have begun releasing their multi-platform story. The first part is a feature story in the paper on the Khmer Rouge and the genocide of the Cambodian people. I want to know why the story and why now. Well, because my um, parents are Khmer Rouge survivors and they never really talked about their experiences. So I was like, maybe I can find someone else who's willing to. So I did it. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Also because um, the day in which the capital fell was this, is this on, on Monday. And that's okay. the perfect time to release an issue of a newspaper for the following week. So since we knew weekly, it's released mm -hmm. every week. I was also curious about what their experience has been like collaborating with each other. It was great. It was good. You know, yeah. I didn't know Warda at all until yeah. this semester, and I didn't know anything about her when I was like, hey, do you want to work on this project yeah. with me? And then she just said all this stuff about the Cambodian youth that I did not know, and I was like, whoa, she knows more about my people than I do. So she has to at be on my team. At this point, I do know more about the Cambodian community than my own community because I've spent so much time researching this stuff. And I was like, she used to work for Dig, so mm -hmm. she's legit, mm -hmm. and I'm not. So that's something she can bring to the table. Of course, a story as heavy as this does not come without its challenges. <sighs> Getting Cambodian survivors to share yeah. their experience, because it's a very traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, everybody wants to talk about that. Well, do you want to share a story about your mom? Because I feel like that's a good illustration. Well, I don't really know her story. That's why I did this. No, but, but like, not that. Yeah. How your mom didn't want to... Yeah, she didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to be interviewed, so I was like... It's hard for people to talk about. Yeah. What else so it's really hard that? to get people who would be open. Like, also, Brandon, he interviewed his dad on his own. Like, we, we couldn't, we be couldn't in the even same be room. there. And it wasn't even filmed. Mm -hmm. It was just audio. Yeah. Because so it's so hard to talk to see. about. Yeah. But, um... Also, I think some people don't want to talk about it because they don't think their story matters. Because mm. I remember I was talking to my dad about the project, and he was like, what's the point of doing it? on the Khmer Rouge, no one cares. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's exactly why we need that's to do this. That's the point, yeah. yeah. No one cares because nobody knows. If there's anything that they want people to take away, it's that this story is worthy of being told. Well, I don't know how many people will see it or read it, but I think there are a lot of people who don't even know that this event occurred because we don't really learn about it in school. Like all of our time is dedicated to the Holocaust which the Holocaust was tragic, we should learn about it, but maybe we should also learn about other- Genocides. Other, other tragedies other people have experienced. Um, like non-white people, I'll say, because people of color. we do focus on white death and white genocide. She said it perfectly. Thank you for listening to the Union Weekly Insider. To listen to more episodes, check us out on iTunes or any of your favorite podcast apps. New episodes of this podcast drop every Wednesday during the semester. Our multimedia manager is Allison Mayer. Special thanks to our multimedia assistant, Brittany Weller, that's me, for additional editing and recording. The music in this episode is from the YouTube Audio Library. You can find issues of the Long Beach Union Weekly online at lvunion.com and on Medium. Go to medium.com and search Long Beach Union Weekly. Please follow us on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Union Weekly.